0: Welcome to the Mind Body Business Podcast. Have you ever considered your superpower? If you had one gift to leave with humanity, what would that be? We believe that everyone possesses a superpower. This is your value proposition, your genus quoi, to help make a tangible difference in the world. Each week, our show explores these superpowers with tantalizing thoughts, germinating only from the power of collective thought. We invite you to join us for one hour each week and listen in as we dispense superpower knowledge from great people doing greater things. Hey, 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 welcome to this edition from Burlington, Vermont in the Snow Lodge. Lisa and I decided we would uh, take a little trip. Oh, we didn't really, just scratch it. We're actually in Lisa's living room. We had a fire going. We were going to podcast anyway, but instead of going to Studio A, Studio B, we decided to just come out in the living room and enjoy this fire while we talked about uh, a little bit of things that are near and dear to our heart. So this
1: is kind of a treat today. We've been traveling a lot mm. and we thought that we would be podcasting as well from different locations. So it's nice to be able to do this face to face instead of. Four hours apart, so like this that. is a treat. We'll see if, how many we can do today because we have so many things that we like talking about. So well, we also have to call like, with the calendar. We 30, do. So we're to keep that, so we keep do.
0: We do. Oh, um, usually a direct that. Name. Yeah,
1: yeah. So this is a treat, and I'm excited to uh, just have a conversation with you because we hardly ever talk. <laughs> so we've got a lot of things going on, and some of these things that we have going on have kind of led you to uh, a topic that you felt you wanted to talk a little bit about today.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I was rereading some books um, specifically because one of the one of the books is near and dear to one of our clients' heart. And I've read it a couple of times, but as you know, with anything you read, you sort of pick up on subtleties and nuances the second, third, fourth time, each additional time you read it that you didn't catch the first time if you really sort of read between the lines. So I went it's back- It's because you have
1: hard time with big words.
0: This is true. This is true. Yeah. I look up all yeah. of the big words and then I go, actually, spend the time to understand what they are. So I went back, Simon Sinek- your why. Everyone talks about your why over the last few years. It's sort of been like a big deal. It's a buzzword. It's a buzzword. And I feel like it's sort of lost some of its luster because like everything else, the collective consciousness of society just jumps on a bandwagon and just sort of becomes a cliche thing to drop here and there. So I I wanted to reread the book after it's sort of gone out of style, if you will, and better understand it because one of our clients is really fond of it and drops it on a regular basis. So I thought I would reread just so I could better understand it. And there was one particular piece of it that i sort of walked away with yesterday and it was uh, it was something simon said around surrounding yourself only with people who believe what you believe and i don't necessarily mean that on a, he doesn't necessarily mean that esoterically like your faith or your religion etc he just sort of means a lo- to surround yourself or work with specifically with work for with someone some business some brand that you believe in who they are and what they stand for. And so I thought about that a lot. And I started thinking about our clients and the type of clients that we attract. And how can we better hone in on our ideal avatar? How can we work with and and allow ourselves to be passionate and purposeful, just like our clients are and in alignment with what their values are and what they believe in? so that's what we're going to talk
1: about. Yeah, so there's there's some different pathways that we can go down with this and we've talked a little bit about that. And we've we've we feel very grateful for who we get to work with. We've been able to align with people that we're like we're grateful for these clients because I think we've all had situations where we've aligned with clients that have not been our deal client avatar and that whole ICA that whole thought leadership behind that. I don't know if that's the right right mentality to have around it like this is the one person that we're speaking to as opposed to we talked about creating community around it and maybe i have a little bit of ptsd around it as well because i think a lot of people i'm going back to a religious standpoint on it would be you know be in this world but not of this world and you know we're we're the group of people that you should be hanging out with and not with these people but is is that the right way to be thinking about business as well as personal? Like these are the people, these are the only people, this is our client base. These are who we want to work with. These are the people that we want to speak with. Too much too soon? Well, can we, can we make a
0: clarification on when we say the type of people we associate with, I want to go back to what I said at the outset. It's not necessarily based upon a dogma or a A esoteric or religious or spiritual, my way or the highway sort of Mm -hmm. thing. It's more of a persona and an alignment with people who sort of fit the ideologies and the intrinsic qualities that we personally find meaningful to us. So that doesn't mean that you have to necessarily agree with me all the time. You might like. I'm just going to use it a sports analogy. Oh, you, no. you might you might love team number A and I might love team number B, but at sort of the core of it we're both sort of passionate about the sport itself. Or you might not necessarily like Simon Sinek, you might like another author, but at the core of what they're both writing about it's about the value of self-improvement and perpetually becoming a better version mm-hmm. of yourself. And so I think surrounding yourself that are surrounding yourself with people Clients, whether the ones that we photograph or the ones that we work for, the ones that we help with their brand uh, juxtapositions, if we can be in alignment with more or less the same ideologies that they believe in. Mm
1: -hmm. Let's let's expand on that. We're
0: we're more apt to sort of wear their
1: tattoo on our arm, if you will. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So we're not saying political differences, we're not saying sports differences, we're not saying, you know. We're, we're talking more about the values and the characteristics and the intention and the fortitude that people have. Is that what you're saying? Or are you saying, you know, if there is a specific ideology that's going on and you disagree with the stance that they're taking, are you still able to support them? And for us, do social media around it or, or write for them or do all of those things? Clarify that for me.
0: Well, I think there's two different there's two different buckets there to talk about. Mm-hmm. There are the people who are just sort of in and out of your life on a regular basis and the people that you engage with on a regular basis and, and your family included. And then there's the people that you're actually doing work with and for in a capacity of helping them with their branding or their marketing or taking their photographs, et cetera. And I think the whole point of what he's saying is, if I'm an employee and I'm working in the corporate world and I specifically am looking for a job, I don't wanna just go take a job in any job where I'm sort of stuck into a cubicle and I'm asked to do something that I'm not passionate about. I don't like my, 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 my peers. I don't like my boss. I don't give a shit about what the company stands for. I think he's more saying that when you choose the paths of life, that you want to choose, whether it's your profession, or the company you work for, or the wife that you marry, you want to sort of be in an alignment around a core belief and value system with them. Because theoretically, given the current political state of affairs of the world right now-
1: And that never changes. There's always- some sort of situation going on.
0: Yeah. You and I would not align if you believed here and I believed over here. We would just be constantly bumping up against each other. And that doesn't mean that we have to agree on everything, but it means more or less, and I'm just throwing out a fake number here, theoretically speaking, if if there were 10 qualities of life that you had to have this to, is this
1: like a dating app that you know I need this, 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 and this? You know, let's just say there are 10 qualities. Let's just say there's,
0: there's, there's 10 qualities that I have to have in my life in order to be happy. I would make an argument to say that in order to be truly happy in your job, in your life, in your relationship with your spouse, that you would probably have to more or less align on a higher number of those than not whether it's 60%, 70%, 80%. Like if we only have one thing in common and we disagree about everything else and, we're, and we have like these arguments about literally everything, we're probably not a good yeah. match. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he's saying.
1: And I think there, there are some situations too that you can agree to disagree and you can move on and it's, it's, it's not a deal breaker. But there are some things, whether they're ethical things, um, values, values, Mm -hmm. That people hold dear and they're, they're deal breakers that you can't, you can't work with someone that is, is not being just in certain situations. Mm -hmm. Um, and that goes for relationships that goes for business that goes for whether you're working for someone, whether you're hiring a team. I think, I think when you stop, when you stop filling other people's buckets with with ways that they can expand and no longer give them value that's when a relationship on any term falls apart
0: I completely agree with you and I, I and i think it all boils down i made i started thinking about this when i read the book and and i started making a lot of notes around how how i would address this because i agree with it in theory most of The way, but there are a few. There were a few tweaks I'm making in on my own in my own head, and at the core of that statement, which is surrounding yourself or your tribe with people who you align with purposefully, which is how I rephrase that. Mm -hmm. There are a few entities that really stood out to me when I was thinking about this. Trust being one of them. If, If you're in alignment and you trust the people you're working with, for, collaborating with people that work for you, the people you you are photographing, if there is a sense of trust around that, Mm -hmm. and this is a a two-sided scale, there's a reciprocation here. If your clients trust you Mm -hmm. because they know that you're the photographer for them, they're gonna be more in alignment with doing exactly what you ask them to do so that you can get that photograph and vice versa. If you sort of have this alignment with the type of people that you're trying to only photograph or work with, and you have that sense of trust and relatability with them you're you're going to be more in tune with their sort of synchronicity so that when you're working with them you have more fun you have more zest you have more inspiration you're more you're more you're more apt to crawl on a sandbar to take a photograph than if the person was rude to you was mistrustful was just there because they just needed a photo and give two shits about it. You Mm -hmm. follow where I'm going
1: with it? Yeah, I do. But I think as well, when you're talking about alignment and and synchronicity and all of that, we need to be open to the fact that if we're surrounding ourselves with people that are exactly the same as us, we're not opening ourselves up to other potential and other growth too. And sometimes somebody has a different opinion and that opinion opens up a new thought process. And maybe I, I need this opportunity to learn and grow as well. So there's a balance in there too. Yeah, I don't disagree. We, with, we need some opposition in some things.
0: Yeah, I don't disagree with that. And, 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 I, and I, I don't think what I'm saying is that we all have to be clones.
1: Yeah, no, I, I get it.
0: I don't think Simon is saying we all have to be clones. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing when I read his book, and what I'm thinking in my head is that at the crux of who we are, while well, we may disagree on where to go to eat last night,
1: or that, that dinner was crap oh
0: <laughs> or where we, or we want to, or we want to live for the rest of our lives or any of those things. You bring a, a unique opinion to that as mm-hmm, do I, mm-hmm. but at the core is when we're in alignment and trust each other, we can have an open conversation based upon mm-hmm. love Kindness, respect,
1: respect, dec- that's what I was gonna say, decency.
0: Yeah. and we can ultimately reach an opinion together because I'm in alignment with you. I trust you, I believe in you. Like I'm actually speaking to you, Lisa, right now. I believe in you, mm-hmm. I trust in you, I know that you have my best interests at heart, mm-hmm. and vice versa. So whether you disagree with me or not, I'm not gonna be like, Oh, you let just start a battle right now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to walk away. Like, I'm like, okay, she disagrees. Let me hear what you have to say. I'm more inclined to listen to your opposition than if I just had no alignment with you whatsoever.
1: So I love the words that you're dropping there, respect, alignment. I think when we collaborate with people, we always grow and step into a a greater self or greater potential, right? Mm -hmm. You know, things that you couldn't just achieve on your own because you haven't had the, sometimes a little bit of conflict that pushes you to try something new or try something different and step into another version of yourself that that wouldn't have been available to you.
0: You're spot on about that. It's it's sort of the failures, if you will, or the oppositions in our life that force us to kind of step out of our comfort zones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's every, and, sorry, go ahead. Sorry,
1: and can we talk about that with leadership as well? Because sometimes, you know, we we lead a team as well. And when we lead a team, we want people on our team that aren't just order takers, they come to the table as well. We've tried to align ourselves with people that have vigor, vim, zest, all those things have different ways of looking at things, but their core values of of growing and being open to things are on the same table. And if we were just, if you were standing up in front of them and just bellowing out orders of things, we wouldn't grow in our business and we wouldn't grow ourselves personally. We have people that are constantly contributing to our team and make us all better, and give us a new version.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think going back to the opening statement we said, which is surrounding yourself or your tribe, and that means all areas. Your tribe are your relationships, your friends, the people that you that you cohabitate with, the people that you are in a mastermind group with, everyone, even your clients. You sort of want to be in alignment with. The overall purpose. And for me, like my overall purpose is to continually question and learn and unlearn and uh, discover new things mm-hmm. as is yours.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so to your point, the people that you hire should also be that because you don't want you don't want to just hire somebody who's just <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to just hire somebody who a is going to just an order taker. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Or somebody who is just there to collect a paycheck. If you can align if you can find people that are in an alignment with your goal and your purpose, which I think we have done a really good job mm-hmm, of that. Mm-hmm. They're more inclined to sort of metaphorically work for free because they see the big vision. They understand what you're trying to accomplish as opposed to, I'm just here to get my check, pay me. me yeah. Move on. And we
1: both come out the other side better. Right. Absolutely. And I think the way that we interview people that we're taking onto our team takes that into account. Sometimes they don't have certain qualifications as other people that you're interviewing and they have all the bells and whistles, but they don't have the enthusiasm or the engagement that some of the other people that we interview do. And that's, that's what lights us up.
0: Absolutely. Well, we attract the people to our cause to our mission by the type of story that we project and the type of personality traits that we, Imbue and how we live our lives and how we run our business. And so, when we're interviewing people or when we're working with clients, we're asking very specific questions to sort of hear what goes on in their thinking around that response. Or when 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 a client comes to us through the brand exercise, we're going so deep into the infrastructure Mm -hmm. and the skeletal innards of who they are that we really quickly understand what their mission and value in life and in businesses. And -hmm. and what happens is when you have those both in alignment, you sort of both have like this, this cause, this purpose, this, this alignment of almost a spiritual, a spiritual personality synchronicity. Mm
1: -hmm. So that, that plays into again, and we're kind of repeating a few things, but that isn't just us being leaders of teams, that's us being friends, that's us being in relationships, and that's working for other people as well. We're learning a lot from our clients Mm -hmm. that that's, you know, they're giving to us, we're giving to them. And it's, it's lifting us up as well. Right. Mm -hmm. There's things that sometimes we come across and we're like, "I, I don't know, like, you know, the way this and this happened, and then it, it causes us to open up our minds realize maybe that we're being negative or close-minded about certain things and we need to make adjustments as well.
0: I agree. So, you, so we as leaders have to be open-minded to criticism and feedback is what you're saying. Yeah. You know, this reminds me of a friend of mine, a friend of mine I used to work with in the corporate world. His name, we'll call him Brian. Brian, um, Brian and I sort of started at the company at the same time and we both had similar roles and worked for the same people. But in the five or six years that we first started working together, he was going to um, business school, like in the nighttime and he graduated from business school. And sort of Brian was sort of a, t- a timid, shy kind of guy, really good people. But he was sort of like, you know, doesn't really want to be a center of attention like me. And 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 I, re- I remember he had just sort of gotten his degree and he, we were sitting in the conference room and we had a boss that was sort of like the opposite of what we're talking about. She was always like, it's all about me. She took credit for everything. And she was literally like, just the worst kind of person to work for, no offense. But
1: Ooh, let's drop that name. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Anyway, I, I remember this this scenario very very, very clear as day because there was a question that was asked by the boss and Brian, who would have formally not said anything, started rattling off a bunch of business school jargon that he had obviously wanted to sort of exercise his liberties of who he, what he had just accomplished, which was a great big deal. But I remember thinking at the time and I and and, and and his story was sort of brought back to my head as I was reading Simon Sinek and there was a line in his book where, he, he was sort of like, at the end of everything, we sometimes forget that no matter what it is we're doing, on the other end of that, people are still human. Mm-hmm. And, and they're still people, whether they're our clients, our employees, our bosses, the people that we're supporting in our work, our children, our spouses. At the end of everything, in between you and everything that goes on and them, no matter what happens, they're still human. And if we treat people as humans, if we treat people as people and not always focus on the KPIs or the or the, the the metrics that we associate with our marketing campaigns and that sort of stuff, and really connect with these people that we're in alignment with, it's sort of a compounding effect because mm-hmm. your why, as Simon X or our purpose, as we're talking uh, talking about, it becomes very clear and succinct for everybody at that point, right? Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. And so I think my long-winded I see you kind of getting glossy. No, My long-winded um, point in what I just said is like, instead of focusing on all these numbers all the time, really focus on how you can connect with your people in order to grow together, as opposed to just like focusing on uh, what what have you done for me or what is, what is your data look like? Or historically, what sort of impact have you had in this business line or this model or et cetera, et cetera? Does that make mm-hmm, sense?
1: Mm-hmm. I think too, and I know you have a bunch of points that I want to make sure that you get a chance to go through because you had some really good stellar um, moments in there. But I think as well, just thinking on what you mentioned, when we're talking about alignment, sometimes, okay, we were in a situation this this last week where we were driving through geography in areas that were so far past what we could imagine. And we we live in nice homes and everything, but these were basically, castles that with moats and, and everything that we're driving by with, with built-in and, alligators. <laughs> yes. So sometimes you, you can't dream bigger or you can't envision bigger when you're, you know, you're supposed to surround yourself with the five people, but how do you find those, find those five people, those mentors or whatever, unless you get yourself into situations that maybe you're not quite comfortable in and, you know, leaving those situations where we're seeing these massive homes, these massive amounts of, of wealth, it makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable, like, and makes you rethink of like, and then you're like, well, you know, you know, the the masses that could use this money, whatever whatever your your takeaway from that is. But it's not until you align yourself with other people that you open up that vision, you open up that communication, you open up those opportunities. So sometimes you feel a little uncomfortable, sometimes you feel a little bit small, but that's that's uh, an indicator of potential for growth, isn't it?
0: It's a great point. And and if I may add one piece to that as well, you you asked, how do you you find those five people that you need to surround Mm -hmm. yourself with? In addition to putting yourself into situations where you're forced to grow, Mm -hmm. I would also say that when you're in those situations, everyone throws this word around, but say what you believe, right? Mm -hmm. the more you talk about what matters to you and what you're passionate about, whether it be in your business or your personal relationship, you're, you're going to find that people are going to, and we have this, we have these platforms today, social media, Mm -hmm. where we can basically free of, free of charge minus our time and our dedication to it. We can jump into this sort of water cooler like that. Yeah. And, and we can share with other people, our version of the world and how we see things and, and, and we can be as as valuable as we choose to be. And, and when we do that, you start to attract and you know this because Mm -hmm. you have people DMing you on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. You have how many friends and colleagues and podcast guests have we engaged with over the last two years that we're now friends with that we're now in collaboration with because we're all sort of in alignment with the same purpose, which is share, be authentic, be genuine, be real make ourselves a little bit better every single day, if we possibly can in any way, shape Mm -hmm. or form Mm -hmm. possible. And what happens is we started to attract these people Mm -hmm. that are in alignment with that. Mm -hmm. And that's how we surround ourselves with these Mm -hmm. five. And I think that's a metaphor five, but yeah,
1: I know, I know, but it's, it's dropped and and it's, it's that potential for growth, the potential to not become stagnant in where we are. And, and that's where we find our purpose, find out who we want to align with. They don't have to be um, agreeing on everything we say. They mm-hmm. might be naysayers in certain things, but let's let's align with people that um, give us the opportunity to reflect, to grow, to question, to educate ourselves, to research, to, to find things out that, that elevate us and help us to be better humans.
0: Absolutely. It's our infallible differences that we can align with that make us a composite collectively together in order to grow. I think when, when we have differences like you and I do, the fact that we can sit and have conversations, even though you may raise your voice at me a few times, the fact is, is that we care so much about each other and we respect each other. And this goes with, for anybody that we can have a real dialogue around that. And Mm -hmm. and, and it's in that dialogue. It's in that it's in that failure, if you will, or that opposition, if you will, that we sort of are forced to kind of expand and find that middle ground that works for each other. And that's, that's aligning with purpose. And that's, that's the whole point of this podcast.
1: You know, and I think any of us thinking of where you were 10 years ago, are you in the exact same position right now as you were 10 years ago? If you are, I, I'm sorry that you are honestly, like, I'm in a totally different place, and I'm not saying that has any monetary value. I'm saying things that I wouldn't have opened my mind to 10 years ago. I'm having conversations about. I've increased potential with people and them teaching me things. Like, that's that's really something to think about, even five years ago.
0: Oh, yeah, I can attest to that. There are things that I'm introducing you to today that you would not have even considered five years ago. I'm just
1: joking. I testified before that, your Lord. <laughs> Do not raise raise your hand to the square. Like Do not. There's PTSD around that. So can you go through some of the points that you put down um, and you were kind of reaming off to me and I was pretending to listen? I sort before. of
0: already did in the whole conversation. Well, I want me to recap it.
1: Yeah, I really like the one that you used. Did bring attention to the fact that it all 100%
0: people. OK, uh, let me just sort of like gather my th- thoughts. Um we open up the podcast with surrounding yourself or your tribe with people who you align with purposefully. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that doesn't include, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be in 100% agreement with robots. It means that if you have trust, authenticity, no malice, kindness, Purposeful alignment with the people that you surround yourself with, whether your employers, your employee, your relationships, your wife, your partner, whatever it is, you're sort of going to be, you're going to be better able to grow and inspire each other collectively and together. It's just it's a win-win scenario, I think, as individuals and companies, as brands, as people, as owners, as entrepreneurs, as whatever it is that we do we are a symbol of everything we stand for We're we're basically walking, talking billboards Mm -hmm. and everything that we say is an amalgamation of our brand. So we don't want to be posers about that. If we want to attract the right people into our lives, we need to be authentic to ourselves and how we profess what we believe in. Because when we do that and we're repeating ourselves and being consistent about that, we start to align with people who who are seeing that, and they start to trust in us. They become it, we become endearing to them because they're like, I feel that way, I believe that, I like that, I love that style, I like that concept, and everybody. You just start becoming magnetized to those types of people who are in alignment with that. And that doesn't mean they all have to agree with you. I think that when you bring these people into your world, it all centers around the whole idea of trust and and the idea that. We both know going into this relationship, activity, enterprise, project, mastermind, that at the core of everything, we all sort of know that we want the same thing or the same sort of outcome. Mm -hmm. We can all come at that outcome in different ways. Like Mm -hmm. there's going to be a different journey that you and I are even taking right now, even though we're together all the time. Your journey is different than mine, but ultimately we're all sort of eyes on the prize, Mm -hmm. kind of the similar objective, right? And so I think that's what I mean by that. Um, And it's really important to sort of talk your truth on a regular basis as opposed to trying to talk everyone else's truth. You see a little bit of this, you see a little bit of that. And it's fine to learn from people and pick up all the things. Like I've learned innumerable things from you. And, And some of them I carry into my mission and my life purpose but I don't, I'm not cloning you. Like I'm doing it in my own unique way. I take what I've learned from you and I take what I learned from the people on our podcast and from our clients, even from my own children. And I'm like, I like that idea. That's something I could really build into my life to make me a better version. And so if we continue to do that, we just all grow collectively. I think then the other point I was talking about is don't focus so much on like who you think you're supposed to be or what does market research say about you or, or, or your KPIs and your followers aren't big enough. Get away from all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Get back to connecting with people, especially now. We live in this virtual crazy world where you know, purposefully or not, we're all being sort of forced into this digital realm where we sort of kind of coexist on one platform, one Zoom, one social media channel. Even in even with that context, you can still engage with people in real human conversation, and we should be doing that more often on a regular basis. Should I continue?
1: Yeah, I know I I really like that. I like that we try to measure everything. And a lot of this growth and a lot of the positive things that can happen in your life, it's it's hard to measure them, but they can be immense. They can be life-changing. And you're also talking about communicating with people. Mm -hmm. We think sometimes that what we're putting out there is clear as day. But having that open-mindedness to communicate clearly and concisely so that you both understand and you can both grow from it.
0: I love that. And and in the end, remember, this this world, this existence, it's all about the people. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, it's about the people. It's about the people we work with, it's about the people we marry, it's about the children that we have, it's about the jobs we take, it's about the people we work for, etc. At the end of the day, or the people that work for us, rather, I already said the other one, at the end of the day, we have to remember that we're all humans and we all have our own subtly unique differences and, and alignment, and if we can just learn to sort of cohabitate with a single purpose or multiple purposes that are in alignment... That sort of makes our life a little bit easier and it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah.
1: Can I just run through something that just happened to me recently? That again, you know, we live a pretty modest lifestyle, right? We we are grateful for a lot of the things that we have. And sometimes we we throw shame on people that have more because you know they have this much money and they're you know they're spending money on these things and that's ridiculous, whatever. But I was actually in that ridiculous situation myself. I finally got a new vehicle. Mm. Um, my other car. Rest in peace. Got this new vehicle. Rest was... in
0: peace on that deer too.
1: Okay, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was here. thinking, finally I have a nice vehicle. Now it's not like it's not like a nice, nice, nice vehicle, but for me it was nice. It was it was a good car. And I'm feeling all spiffy driving it while I was driving over a bridge here um, a week or so ago, less than a month of having this new vehicle, feeling all shiny, bright and new. stop playing with those dials and try to mute me while I'm talking. I'm not, it was really, there was a switching. But but, um, as I'm driving over this bridge, a deer jumped into the side of my car, totally demolished my vehicle. Uh, There was carnage all around me. Vehicle, that was bright and shiny and new, is nothing. Some of these things that we walk in with into situations feeling like we're better because we have this or we have that. We have these these badges of Mm. monetary value on us are worth nothing. My car all of a sudden was worth nothing. I think we come to the table sometimes thinking that we're, we're a little bit better because we have this. Nobody can see that when we are stripped down, we don't have any of those material items with us, do we? Mm. So we come to the table being stripped down sometimes and being open to a lot more.
0: Mm. That's a good, that's a good ending. I like that. And rest in peace, Bandy.
1: Nobody cared. That's another podcast. I want someone to... Uh, <laughs> what has happened to humans that do not stop? They just drive by. That is, that Maslow.
0: Maslow. That's the experiment. We're Mas- going to talk
1: about that. Maslow next.
0: did that study I was telling you about. Um, you made me lose my train of thought. Oh, I need someone to calculate this for me. If you're mathematically inclined. Lisa was going roughly 50 miles an hour in a, what? One ton car? Let's say Mm -hmm. one ton. I'm guessing.
1: It's a a small SUV. One
0: ton. Was. (laughs) A deer, an elk, a buck with antlers, easily weighs between 750 and 1200 pounds, jumped into you headlong. If I did my math correctly, just a little sort of sidebar, that was something like 76,000 pounds per square inch of pressure collision. And it totaled your car. And that's not Mm -hmm. something to think about. I just wanted to drop that because it has nothing to do with this conversation. But I'm like, how did a deer destroy your car like that? And then I started looking at the velocity and the impact and all the collision. And I was like, holy shit, 76,000 pounds. That's Imagine taking a sledgehammer that was 76,000 pounds and smashing it on your car. That's what my car looked like. And that's what happened.
1: Let's leave with a message today. Wear seatbelts and get a car with airbags. Grateful because my other car I would not have survived in.
0: I can't support your seatbelt one, but airbag one, yeah.
1: I saw a really cool, I just bought a (laughs) motorcycle.
0: As is our fire that was roaring behind us. So, you know, I just bought a motorcycle. Yes, thank you. I haven't ridden one since college, but I was really excited about getting back on the bike. It's a huge beast. I nicknamed it beast. And I was... (laughs) That was my nickname. (laughs) So there's a... The Instagram algorithm is crazy. What pops into my Instagram a couple of days after I have this motorcycle, which is fucking weird is this new invention that somebody was marketing on Instagram. It's a, it's a sort of like, you know, when you're on a wave runner and you, you attach the key to Mm -hmm, your wrist mm -hmm. and then when you fall off the engine stops, well, you basically attach this belt around your waist and it is in the, it's plugged into a a contraption that's tied to the engine motor. And when you're thrown from your motorcycle in a collision or whatever, the trigger pulls the, the umbilical cord Uh from the motorcycle and it, 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 um, like a life raft on an airplane, if you're, you know, in an mm-hmm. emergency situation, it explodes around your entire body. It's like a, it's a airbag. It's a body airbag, so that when you go flying, catapulted through the air at seventy-six thousand pounds per square inch by hitting a buck deer on your motorcycle or a car, you are completely enveloped in this bubble suit. It's fucking genius.
1: I think you should get a bubble suit.
0: I know. So I saved it on my Instagram. And once I get my license, I might actually invest in that.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Have enjoyed this conversation. We, we appreciate you joining us. We would love to hear back from you. We understand that you can do a lot of things with your spare time. And whether you're walking, doing household chores, driving, anything, if you're listening to us, we're grateful for that. Um, you can reach out to us, DM us, mm-hmm. contact us. We would love if you would leave a review for us on Apple um
0: everyone's gonna leave a review after you do that sexy nine one one
1: voice just now no closure. no no if you need to reach out to us right now <laughs> if you need to reach out to us devo is on instagram at
0: fusion photog everybody knows that already jesus i'm
1: lisa staff photo you can reach out to us at sproke connectors
0: Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, your patronage supports our continued growth so that we can bring on cool guests and sit here in our lovely Vermont cabin by the fire and talk about these things that add cathartic thought seed to your brains. Mm -hmm. Comment below, like the podcast, follow us on a regular basis so that you get updates when we launch Mm -hmm. a new podcast every week. Thank you Dallas for doing that, our producer. And Shai, thank you for bringing all these fantastic Mm -hmm. guests and topics into our queue.
1: If you have anything else you'd like to comment on, like us to talk about. If you have someone that you think, whether it's yourself or someone you know, that you think would be a great addition to a conversation, let us know.
0: Only if they're in alignment with our purpose and our value.
1: Or they can get me a new vehicle. Fair enough. (laughs) Fabulous.
0: See you on the other side.